0: Welcome to episode number 11 of Bootstrap Growth. Dude, I'm in the straight double digits right now, and I'm posting this because I want to. And I had something to talk about because I had a, a follower, David Riggs, shout out brother. Um, and he and I had a conversation last week, and it was really cool. Um, it's always cool to catch up with you guys offline. Um, you know, for you, those of you guys that, um, don't follow me on LinkedIn, follow me. If you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me, dude. It's all Ned Eric, N E D A R I C K. You'll find me. i think I'm really like the only Ned Eric that's ever existed in the history of the world. So, um, and for those of you guys that asked, yeah, my real name is Ned. My parents thought I was going to be dumb. So they gave me a three letter name. There we go. That's why I'm named Ned. But anyway, today I wanted to talk because David and I had a conversation last week um, and we connected offline and we were just kind of talking a little bit about um, personal growth. And I promise I'm going to get back to like what we're doing internally. I know like the last two podcasts, I know last week's podcast, dude, I literally sounded like death because I was like on death's door. Um, now I'm not on death's door anymore because I'm, I'm healed. I'm back. I slept and now I'm cool again. And I'm back to (laughs) doing what I do. Um, so 365 days until Ned gets overexhausted again. So, um, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. It does talk a little bit about self like awareness. It talks about, um, my morning routine. It talks about like not hustling and grinding yourself into an early grave too. So, um, I did want to talk about that, you know, like it, it is, it is funny. Like, I, I wanted to make this, like when I first initially started this, I wanted to make it sort of like this every, you know, I would, every week I would tell you exactly what to do to be successful in a company, whether you're in sales, marketing, business, right? I'm going to talk you through everything we're doing. Um, you know, I'll be transparent with you right now about what's going on at Halos. Um, man, I had to fire our website developer this week. Like straight up, fire, done, bye-bye. Not the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. I've fired people, but it wasn't the funnest thing I've ever done in my life because is it funnest or most fun? I think it's most fun. It wasn't the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. But what they so, number one, this is number one. By the way, if you need a website built, you need to go to David Riggs, David W. Riggs. That's who you need to go to. Don't do what my company did and go elsewhere. The end. Yeah, that's who you need to go to. But anyway, and I'm going to talk about his conversation with me anyway. So um, double shout out, triple shout out for later. But I had to fire a web developer, kind of tell you a story. When I got here, they had already contracted with like a branding person and a web developer and sort of like the, this kind of like outside agency. And when I first got here, I was like, yo, nah, that's, nah, let's not do that. You know, and and when they brought me on, it was sort of this kind of like, hey, we've got this, and it was it was almost like a, a clashing of heads, right? Like my what I'm really, I guess, half decent at is, you know, I'm I'm really good at strategy, I'm really good at um, the analytics side of things, I'm really good at at, at building. Tests and 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 all of that, but I'm also pretty dang good at copywriting. I'm pretty dang good at digital marketing. I'm pretty dang good at at building that stuff. I'm 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 good at copy. I obviously don't know how to build a website, but so it was sort of this clashing of heads, and and the whole time I was trying to work very close with them, and they wouldn't send us, um, you know, what we needed, and um, it got to a point where they or a couple weeks behind on a deadline. And I, I just took over. I wasn't the one managing the project. I took that over and I just fired him. Um, they sent us version one. I think I sent a couple of you guys that listen to this, um, version one of the website. And you guys literally were like, what is that? So we got our money back. Um, and so really like this week, what we're doing is we're rebuilding everything like from scratch. Literally our brand, um, uh, you know, a lot of our, um, a lot of our copy, um, I actually built myself anyway, so we're not restructuring like our copy or any of that, but we are restructuring our brand. We're building a website again. We're like, dude, it, it, it's been nuts, man. And you know, I think that you, ha- what's crazy. The reason I share this with you is because you have to understand as an, uh, when you're when you're in a startup, right. And Mark Bodner was on, um, on, um, on David Massover's podcast, which I'll be on like next week or the week after. Um, so you guys should check that out. But, um, he said on there, and I just paused for like 14 seconds. there, were just trying to remember what I had to say. Um, but he was talking about your priorities could change every day in a startup. And that's so true. So like to tell you, let me tell you what I've done this past week. I fired a website guy. I re I've rebuilt a website from a template so that we had something up because we have four people that are coming onto the platform in the next 30 days, another four people, right? We've, we basically, so we, we've added multiple features into our product. We've done, let's see, I've re rebuilt the website, rebuilt the copy. Um, onboarded three new clients this is this is this week um we're redoing the redo of the website like dude i've done every like a ton right and we're testing out a couple of things oh wrote a blog wrote a research review did two podcasts like dude if you if you are not in startup world right now and you want to get into it listen to the last like five minutes of this podcast and I don't even know if this podcast has gone five minutes, but listen to the, from the beginning of the podcast and you'll see literally what it's like to be in startup land. In startup land, man, like you are building processes. I actually heard it best this way. I had a mentor at one point in my life and he said, running a startup is like trying to change a tire on a highway while you're moving. That's literally what it is. And so that's what I've done. I really don't have much to share with you besides this. If you don't think that your web developer knows what they're doing, fire them. The end. Do it before we did, and uh, you'll be you know better off for it. But anyhooser, back to my conversation last week with David Riggs. We were talking, and I apparently said some things that he thought were smart, um, which debatable. Um, there's honestly, I, I say a lot of stuff in my life and I'd say I get like one smart comment a day, probably like three smart ideas of like a year. Like it's probably about what I get, but he shot me a tweet, a tweeter message. He said, Hey man, bootstrapped self-development growth. And I kind of want to think about that. Like I I wanted to start this out as something where I told you everything that went on, but there's a lot of like self development that I've done over the years that has really helped me get to where I am today, not only in business, but in my like personal life. Um, And so I I definitely want to share this with you. And, you know, he said, I'll, I'll just read it out. He said, you dropped a lot of little knowledge bombs there about not knowing the word no. So I'll talk about that. Focus on who you let impact the way you think, et cetera. Could be a pretty cool spin-off episode because I think a lot of people assume you have to hire a coach or do something crazy to really see personal growth. So Dave, appreciate you, man. This podcast is for you. So that being said, man, i, I, I that's really what I do want to talk about, man, is, is your bootstrapped personal growth. I don't know who you are listening to this But number one, let me tell you, don't buy that course. Don't hire that coach. Don't go to that seminar, well, or go to that paid webinar right now. Don't do it. And I'm telling you, because I've done those things. And where I've learned the most in my career are really these three steps, this three steps, these three steps. This, these, three steps. Three blind mice. In the early stages of your career, the word no does not enter your vocabulary. Step one. So I'm going to actually start this. So these are Ned's three steps to personal growth. In the early starts of your career, the word no does not enter your vocabulary. I started my career out, I think I've, I've shared this before, with a healthcare consulting firm. Basically, they told companies who to buy, right? Um, when I was asked if I could do something, the answer was always yes. At 21, 22, 23, 24, I got married at how old am I, 27? I'm, I got married three and a half years ago. I was 24. I got married at 24. I got, which is really young, by the way. Like a lot of people don't get married at 24 years old. Like that's super duper young. Um, But from, I graduated with my master's degree at 20 and I got into the workforce at 20. So for four years, I was not married. I had no kids. I had one dog. If I had to stay late at work, so be it. If I had to watch YouTube videos all night, awesome. But what it did was it allowed me to test out so many different avenues of work that I found what I was really passionate about. And what I found that I was really passionate about was marketing and growth, right? I really love numbers. I really love people. I really love systems and processes, but I love the back end of it. I don't necessarily love the cold calling because I did a ton of it. I don't necessarily love the demos because I did a ton of them. I know multiple people that are 10 times better at demos than me, 10 times better at sales than me because they love it. But what I recommend you do is in the early stages of your career, do not say no. Hey, can you, do, can you help us build this website? Yes, yes. Hey, can you help us run this digital campaign? Yes. Hey, can you do these 100 emails? Yes. Hey, can you build this Excel spreadsheet? Yes. Hey, can you build this pivot table? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. On my right chest, I have a tattoo. And it says, it says, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Moderation is for cowards. I live by that motto. I literally live by that motto because it has it has allowed me to get to where I am today. Because if you said, hey Ned, I've got a list of 100 people to call. Today, I wouldn't want to do it, but I'd say yes. Because no shouldn't be in your vocabulary. Now, 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 quick caveat. Know when to say no though. So for instance, I say no to a lot of things today was seven years later, I say no to a lot of things. Why do I say no to a lot of things seven years later? Because now I know what I'm good at and I've doubled down on my strengths. Hey Ned, can you help me build this course? No, I'm sorry. I can't. Hey Ned, I'm starting this company. Can you do that? No, I can't. Right. I'm doing a, a sales training for a, a company in a couple of weeks from now. Why am I doing it? Because the guy that asked me, awesome dude, really enjoy him and I want to help him out. But I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of people that probably would have asked me to do that where it would, have, it would not have been a priority. So early on in your career... Um, or even early on at a company, you could be in your 30s, 40s, 50s listening to this. Actually, no, you couldn't. I think like the oldest person that listens to my podcast right now is like 40. Um, but you'd be 12 years into your career, right? Um, and if you're new in a position, new in an industry, the word no leaves your vocabulary. That's my opinion, right? And I know a lot of people disagree with it. Trust me, I've gotten a ton of flack on this. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to grow beyond, you need to understand that yes. like Now, this doesn't mean, let me again, another quick caveat. This doesn't mean that if someone's like, hey, I need you to run to the market for me and get me some plums, that you say yes, no. It means that if it has anything to do with helping your business create revenue, the answer is yes. Hey, I need this pivot table built. Who knows how to build pivot tables? Guess who didn't know how to build pivot tables the first time he said, yes, I can build pivot tables? (gasps) This guy. You want to know why I learned how to do pivot tables? YouTube. Guess who didn't know how to run a Facebook ad the first time he ever ran a Facebook ad? This guy, you know where he did that? Well, I spent a ton of money actually. We'll get into that in a second. So step number one, if you want to literally grow, I would say, I'll be honest with you, if you want to grow five years in one year, take the word no out of your vocabulary. I promise you, I promise you, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Number two, to exponential personal growth. Know who you're allowing to direct your knowledge, I guess is probably the best way to put it. So how do I put this? I listen to one person on sales. I listen to one, okay, that's a lie, I listen to like two people when it comes to sales. I listen to like two people when it comes to marketing. I listen to one person when it comes to business. I have five podcasts max I listen to. I. Early on in my career, I we live in an era of information overload. Okay, and I'm going to explain it this way. Um, again, I probably should have taken notes, but I just felt like rambling today. So now this is what I'm doing. Um, bear with me, dude. I, I fired a guy this week. Come on, guys, stay with me. Um, I don't. Early on in my career, I went to every seminar, bought every course hired multiple coaches, really just dug into, dug my feet into everything I could, dug my, my teeth into everything I could. Let me tell you something. Every single person you listen to says the same thing in a different way. If they're selling a course, I can almost guarantee it's not worth it. If you're hiring a coach... Man, I want to say this correctly. You better, they better have proved to you that what they're coaching you works before you hire them. And I'm telling you right now, you really have to, instead of overloading your mind with all these different, you know, books or seminars or webinars or podcasts. If you really want to grow, again, if you want to go five years in one year, pick a person and dive in as deep as you can possibly go and do it over and over and over and over. We all make fun of Grant Cardone, but I can tell you I've got a good friend who six years ago went all in on Cardone University, all in on 10X, all in on that, all in. Kids crushing it. Why? Because while I was reading 30 different books a month, because I got to do this and I wasn't implementing anything. He was going out there and implementing. You have to, I, I that is a big, big, big thing. I, I'm, I'm skipping to number three, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Close your circle off is basically what I'm saying. This does not mean be closed minded, right? This is, there, there are caveats to all of these things. This doesn't mean be closed minded, but this does mean don't read 50 books a year. Sorry about it. I don't think that helps. I know probably I get disagreed. People are like, oh, God, Ned, no. Like, I'm telling you right now, I did it. I read a book a week. I read two, I had a year where I read, tried to read two books a week, right? Oh, I gotta, I gotta understand persuasion and communication. That's what I have to understand. Gotta understand psychology. And I did, and I learned a lot. But here's the thing when you go and read 30 different people, you then have 30 different opinions inside of your head. And guess what happens? You don't, when you have information overload, you have analysis, you have paralysis by analysis. That's what happens. It's what happens. And I get, I, I hear people all the time, well, I take bits and pieces from this guy and do this and do that and do this. Here's the reason that doesn't work, because I've done that, because that was my excuse. Because I, I had a mentor who literally told me, hey, man, you need to stop listening to 30 podcasts a week. You need to stop reading so many books. I had a guy tell me that, and I was like, what? What are you talking about? No, it's all about, man, yeah, it's knowledge. Knowledge is power. No. The action of knowledge is power. And when you take bits and pieces from all of these different people and amalgamate it into one, it doesn't flow. But what does flow is getting someone to download, and, and, and I don't care who this is, like I, I've got a buddy of mine who John Maxwell is his like go-to for everything. And he crushes it because he has just dug so deep into Maxwell right? So deep that he literally is, he's one of the best leaders I've ever met. He's two years younger than I am, 25 years old. But he doesn't read another leader than John Maxwell, like leadership books than John Maxwell, any business books than John Maxwell. I'm telling you, if you really want to grow five years in one year, if you want to, expand your reach five years in one year. I'm telling you right now, you can do that if you close your circle. Find a sales guy that resonates with you. Find a marketing guy or whatever you are, right? Like, so if you're in sales, find find one sales guy that resonates with you. You really enjoy reading their stuff, reading their content, watching their videos, um, you know, buy their course, like whatever it may be. Um, if you're in marketing, same thing, find one or two, right? I I won't say one, but one or two. Um, if you're in customer success, find a customer success person, right? If you're, uh, AI, I don't, I don't know, right? Whatever you are, find one person and dig deep into them. And then this is number three. So number one, number, then the first thing that you have to do when you are, Looking to, to bootstrap your growth personally, right? Like, I actually really like that. I think that's a pretty cool thing. But the first thing that you have to do is early on in your career or early on in an industry or position, the word, word no leaves your vocabulary. If it's going to help your company build revenue, you, the answer is yes. Number two is you have to close your circle off to who you're allowing to Put knowledge into your brain. Y'all number one, who's counting? Ding, ding, ding. Um, And then number three is you have to actually implement what you learn. I know that sounds so crazy. But you don't need another webinar. You don't need another book. You don't need... Another, you know, ride along. You don't need any of it. what you need to do if you really want to grow exponentially is do. If you want to be a better cold caller, cold call. The end. If you take, if you want to be a better marketer, market. Right. And this is why I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty big on side gigs. I, I like side gigs. I, I don't, I, I don't really have one. I mean, I, I do some, some stuff like, right. Like I've got some coaching clients that I have on the side, but they're just like friends and you know whatever. But my side gig is completely different than, you know, what I'm doing right now. Um, I guess this technically is a side gig, right? Yeah, dude. Cause I'm growing this right. Anyway. Um, if you want to be a better marketer, market. Like if you want to be a better salesperson, sell. If you want to be um, a better customer success person, customer, succeed customers, right? Do what you want to do. Stop reading the books. Stop talking to people. And just do. Implement. That was the biggest issue I had early on in my career. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh no, I'm not where I wanted to be at 22. I'm not where I wanted to be at 23. I'm not where I wanted to be at 24. I'm not where I wanted to be at 25. Why? Because I talked a big game, but I didn't actually implement. From probably like 21 to 24. Yeah. Cause once Christina came into the house and she was actually implementing, I was forced to implement and stop talking. Cause my, by the way, my wife is a stud. That girl, like, Anyone out there listening to this ever needs anyone to talk to them about sales or like building businesses? Just reach out to me. I'll give you an email address. That girl's a stud. Um, so when she moved into the house, it was like, yo, you better actually step up, Ned, and stop being a little, you know what. Um, it's also, by the way, why I work out. Everyone asks me why I work out so hard. My wife, because she works out hard. So I work out hard. Like, she's literally the best. Anyway, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so, you know, whatever. By the way, isn't that crazy? My wife, my own wife, doesn't listen to my podcast. You know what her reasoning was? I listen to you talking at home. Why do I have to listen to you when I'm driving? Anyway, whatever. Anyway, she's a stud. Don't tell her I told you that. She's cool. But you have to implement. And I think there's so many people out there, dude, they don't tell you that. You don't need a coach to implement. You don't need a book to implement. You don't need another webinar to implement. What you need is to do. And I wish someone told me that at 20. I wish someone told me don't spend $50,000 on courses and books and webinars and seminars and all of these things. I wish they had just told me, hey, Ned, knock on doors. Hey, Ned. Just figure out what you're good at and double down on it. You're not good at cold calling. So stop cold calling, double down on what you're good. at. I wish someone told me that. But what I did was I spent from age 20, 21 to probably 24, 25 going, I got to read this next book. Oh, there's a seminar out there. It's just 1997. I'm going to go get it. And I did. And sure, like we can look back on it and I downloaded knowledge, sure, but I'm gonna tell you something. There's a statistic out there that I think it's like 5% of people that go to webinars or read books or uh, hire a coach or whatever it may be actually implement what they've learned. What these seminars do is they get you all rah, rah, excited, yay, I'm gonna be a millionaire. No, you're not, cause you're not gonna do what they say. Sorry about it. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't, maybe you were about to click enter on the next like 10X conference or whatever it was. Don't buy that next book. Dude, don't, just do, implement, close off your circle. Stop saying no to things that could actually help you understand what you're strong at. And and this is another thing, this is kind of like a bonus tip. Stop shoving a square peg into a circle hole. What do I mean by that? Dude, you don't have to be in sales. Dude, you don't have to be in marketing. Dude, go be a baseball player if you want to be a baseball player, dude. If what, because what I'm saying, like, you have to understand this. Like, the three three steps to exponential growth, I'm telling you, if you do these three things, In the next 365 days, you will have jumped five years in your career. I promise you this. Why? Because I started implementing this three years ago. And I can tell you right now, the knowledge that I have today sitting here as the vice president of growth for a hyper growth startup in the healthcare industry, who is literal, like we are actually doing massive things in the industry right now from where I was at 25, what was I? 25, 24, 25, I was a, well, 24, I was an account manager. 25, I was director of sales. 26, I was business development manager, right? But what I went from there to that, that jump from, yo, you're a director of sales to, hey, you're going to be a vice president of growth for a company that, all they're focused on right now is, is growth. Like we're outgrowing our office space right now. What I did, I'm telling you right now, what I did was I stopped saying no because I wanted to figure out what I was gonna, that's really step one because here's the thing. And I, I, let me actually double back down on what I was gonna say. I don't wanna, I don't want you to miss what I'm saying here. I don't want you to miss this. You don't have to be in sales don't have to be in marketing. You don't have to be in customer success. Stop that. Like, and I get it. You could be like, oh, it's easier for you to say. No, you don't have to be an SDR, dude. What are you passionate about? And I don't mean like, oh, follow your passions. Like, oh, Ned, I love underwater basket weaving. No, I don't care. In business, what are you passionate about? Ned, I want to cure cancer. Guess what? You're not going to do it as an SDR. Because here's the thing. When you're not passionate about something, you can't, you're going to say no to things because when you, you're going to want to leave work. When you're not passionate about things, you're going to... You're you're not going to double down on those strengths because you're not going to really even be that strong because you're not going to want to be strong. Right? You're going to force feed yourself information because you're like, well, this is what I have to do. Well, this is what it means to be good as an SDR, so I might as well do that. You're going to listen to all of these people, all of these. It's going to be the flavor of the week. And you're not going to implement the stuff that you learn because you don't want to be implementing it. You don't. Like if I told you right now my exact cold call script, you wouldn't implement it tomorrow. And I'm saying this from literal experience. I'm not telling you this because I'm like, oh, well, you you suck. No, I suck. Suck, duh. I'm pretty cool now. Past tense sucked. You won't implement it. So if you want to grow five years, don't, I'm not, because here's the thing. I'm not telling you to follow your passion. If your passion is like something that's not going to allow you to pay the bills, dude, we got bills to pay. If you're, if you're anything like me, you got student loans, bro. Cause for some reason at 17 years old and anyway, whatever, um, Yeah. Figure out what you're passionate about, dude. Like really what you're passionate about. At 20 years old, I wish someone had told me this. I was a bit vivid, I can't talk. As I was walking across stage at University of Tampa, which I actually didn't walk across the stage. So, cause I didn't, don't ask me why I didn't walk across stage. I got, my, I got my diploma or whatever it's called, a degree mailed to me. I have a pretty crazy story there. Anyway, um, as I was getting my degree, what I wish someone had stopped me and said to me was this. Hey, Ned, figure out what you're passionate about. Inside a business, inside a business, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What do you see yourself doing? and do that and if you can't do that today figure out how you can work your way into that because let me tell you if i had a 21 year old kid who came to me and said hey ned i'm super passionate about growth about marketing about conversion rate optimization about demand generation how do i do that you know what i would do I'd say, hey, man, let's visit once a week for an hour. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll give you what you need. I'll tell you what to do, where to go. And, I'm, and I'll tell you right now, it's okay to do internships, and it's okay to not be the vice president of something at 21 years old. But I want to tell you this, and I don't know who needs to hear it, but I feel like someone does, so I'm going to say it is, dude, you don't have to be an SDR. Dude, you don't have to be an AE. Dude, you don't have to be a sales manager. To do what you're passionate about. And sure, that may move you up. Like for me, my, my ultimate goal is, well, my, my next goal is chief revenue. That's really my like next goal. Beyond that, obviously, like for me, I, I, I want to actually run my own company. Like the end, like that, that's my end goal. But I know you have to work your way up in things, but dude, you don't have to be in sales you can make money outside of sales dude my brother-in-law is the chief operating officer of a large healthcare firm kid literally has done nothing but be in operations and uh, the boy makes a money bro i'm telling you man like if you don't love what you do everything that i'm telling you right now is not going to help you I'm not saying that you have to love everything too. I don't love everything that I, did you, do you think I loved firing that web developer? No. Do you think I loved getting a website from him on a deadline and being like, what in the flip is this? No, I didn't love that. I don't love everything I do. There are going to be bad days. There's going to be bad issues, right? Not everything is perfect, but what I'm telling you is this. The reason that I'm excited to wake up in the morning is because every day I wake up and I get to do exactly what I've wanted to do my entire life. I guess besides like when I thought that I was going to be in the NBA before I realized that when you grow up like fat and you only grow to like, "Mm, I'm 5'11 on a good day. My wife swears I'm 5'10, but it is what it is. Um, My entire life, what I've wanted to do is this. I love being able to market, sell, and build relationships and focus on what we do as a company to continue to bring our product into organizations in healthcare. I've recently found out that I love healthcare. I don't love all the red tape, by the way. Sorry. I think if you heard the bump, that was my beard. Anyway, why do I do that? (laughs) Hey, is there a producer out here that could get all my like dumb stuff out of my podcast? Anyway, um, I just recently found out I loved healthcare. I don't love all the regulations and how convoluted it is, but I love what we can do. I love that if we really focus on what we're doing today, we could really make an impact on the health of our generations to come. I love that it's our obligation to go out there and actually do do what we're doing today. I think it's so phenomenal. I love being able to talk to people. I have a demo on Friday. I'm so excited to have a conversation with them about what we could do for their organization. I'm so excited about that. Because if they use us, we get to help them give better care to their patients. And when they give better care to their patients, our, the health of our population increases. Like it's cool, right? Like I get to, you know, I get to build a website, right? Like that was not on my my timeline of things to do, but I'm doing it, and I love it because I love copy and I love marketing and i I, I love, I love selling with writing. I am I I'm not the biggest fan of like selling in person. Um, you guys know that, but um, I love what I do. And so I challenge you, the way that you're going to find what you love, let's say you are an SDR. I'm not saying quit your job. Definitely don't quit your job, especially in the time that we're in right now. But whatever you are, let's say you are like an SDR, you're 22, you just graduated college. You're 22, you're an SDR, you, you, you hate what you do. Maybe you're trying to force yourself to love it. Say yes to everything let's say maybe you want to get into marketing. You really enjoy that side of things a little bit more. What I would recommend you do is try to get involved with the people in marketing and say, Hey, you know, make sure you've like hit quota, obviously, uh, or you're close to quota. Um, You're getting all your metrics, but go to them and say, Hey, I noticed that you guys were, you know, weren't posting on Facebook. And like, let's say, you know, for a fact that your ICP is on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Um, Could I be the community manager? Could I run the ads? Could I write the copy? Get involved there. The answer that when someone in all hands meeting says who can do this, the answer is yes. It's always yes. Don't spread yourself too thin. Don't say yes to dumb stuff, but things that are going to bring revenue to the company. The answer is yes. You might realize very quickly that you are a product guy or product girl. You're not a salesperson and that's fine. You don't have to be in sales. Close off your circle, number two. Stop listening to everybody and anybody. Literally close off your circle. One to two people maximum for a year and dig as deep as you can. Sales, marketing, customer success, product. I don't care what your focus is. One to two people, right? One to two people and just dig. Dig as deep as you can. And then number three is implement whatever you learn from those people, implement it and continue to implement it, continue and and continue to, to, to iterate and, and reiterate and dig, implement, 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 implement. And then my, my bonus tip is, is to find out what you're passionate about, dude. Like really, and not in the way that like, you know, a guy like Warren Buffett's like, follow your passion. Like, yeah, I'm sure that like investment banking was your passion. Like, okay, buddy. But like for me, like my passion has always been, I got to, I, it was kind of cool because I got to watch my dad be an entrepreneur as a kid. And I saw him and like, I got to see him do like chart notes. That's what he called them, right? Like I got to see this. I got to see like marketing go out. And I got to see him sell and I had to see him have conversations with people and still like to this day, have conversations with people that are clients. I, I, I still remember as kids, so my dad's a psychiatrist, Um, and he has his own firm and I had friends of mine who'd be like, your dad's my psychiatrist. I love him. Like that was cool to me. I had parents that'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm taking my kid to see your, your, your dad, which is weird. Like you shouldn't say that out loud, but like, that was what happened. And I got to see that. And I got to see him like go through highs and go through lows and figure out what to do next. And it was awesome to watch that. And from that point on, what I wanted to do was grow businesses. That's what I wanted to do. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm really, I love every second of it. I kissed a bunch of frogs to do it. And I think sometimes you have to, but find out what you're passionate about and really, really double down on it. Stop stop worrying about your weaknesses. If you're not good at cold calling, if you're an SDR, sorry about it. You got to, but Find something that you're good at, love it. Close your circle off, implement what you hear, actually do the the things that do the things Um, and take the word no out of your vocabulary. Don't hire that coach. Don't buy that next book. Don't buy that next webinar. Don't go to that next seminar. You can literally learn a different language for free on YouTube. You can learn business on YouTube. You can learn business for free. Trust me, you can. Um, and that's it. Yeah, man. Those are my like 3.5 ways to exceptionally grow. (laughs) That's my way of, I don't even know what I'm gonna call this. Maybe, maybe I'll come up with it soon, but, um, I've got a meeting in five minutes, so I'll I'll get off this. Um, but here are my, these are my, uh, these are my, my 3.5 tips to growing in 2020 skip, basically skipping five years ahead in your career, in your life. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let me know if you're liking these ones. Um, I know I'm not really talking business all that much, but I am, you know, I hope this helps. I think this helps. Um, I think you could actually take action on this. So I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm going to give myself a thumbs up on this podcast, which reminds me, Hey, yo, subscribe and then give your boy a review. Give them that five star, and then give your boy a review. Why? Because reviews help me get to the top, and when I get to the top, other people hear it. So I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. It's already episode eleven, dude. I'm super pumped. I love doing this. So um, yeah, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a guest on. In two podcasts, I'm excited about it. I'll see you guys later. For episode 11 of Bootstrap Growth, I'm your host, Ned Eric. Don't you forget it. And don't you forget to subscribe. Give me them five stars and type up something nice about me. Like, even if it's, he sounds like he smells good. That's a perfect review. By the way, if you if you write that review, I will send you a Chipotle gift card. Love you. See you guys.